Hello, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Guidance with Grace. My name is Grace. And I'm Dawn. And today's episode is all about the plank. Uh, We just recently started a wellness challenge, and it's a plank challenge here in the conditioning center. Well, or really just for our whole department, Mm because even if you're not a client, you can definitely join. And we want to give you guys some tips for improving your plank. Um, And really, it's just kind of holding it longer, right? You know, we don't really do reps of plank. So for those of you who aren't aware, uh, a plank is a bodyweight exercise, and it's kind of like it makes you make a bridge with your body. So your elbows are on the ground, um, and then your toes are on the ground, and that's pretty much it. And you're holding yourself up nice and straight. Um, that's kind of like the classic plank. You can do a straight arm plank. Yeah, like the up position of a push-up, yeah, where mm-hmm. you're on your hands and your toes. Yeah, and some people find that those are, um, like, one's easier than the other. I hear a mixed mm-hmm. review. Like, technically, the straight arm plank should be easier. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because you're not holding, like, as much of your weight, but if you're somebody who has, like... Yeah, you also know. the angle to the ground, you're a little bit less um, parallel to the ground, so that makes it slightly easier, too. Yeah, right. So, yeah, well, I'm like, I have one person, like, they're e- it's easier for them to do the elbow plank because their wrists yeah. bother them oh, yeah, with the straight definitely. arm plank. So you can really pick, if you're doing the challenge, you can pick which either one, either one and you can practice all month doing it however you wish, uh, but then we're going to retest that the one that you started out with. Um, As far as form and variation, you want to make sure that your elbows are underneath your shoulders, Mm -hmm. not flared out to the sides or out in front of you. You can have them a little bit wider if it's more comfortable for your shoulders, but... Yeah. um, And also, you mentioned somebody, you said something about, like, wider feet versus closer. Yeah. when they have, you know, you kind of think of your body as like, you know, you have those four points of contact. So you have elbow, elbow, um, and then your toe, your, both of your toes. So if you're a little bit wider with your feet, you have a wider base. So it might be a little bit more balanced that way versus having your feet close together, maybe a little bit more off balance. So it'll be more challenging to have your feet closer together and then a little bit easier to have them and not crazy wide, maybe just, you know, hip width apart or so, or maybe a little bit wider than that, but not much. Right. Um, Cause then you're just going to be, you know, you might be compromising your form in other places when you have your feet spread apart that really wide. Um, yeah. And so kind of one thing that can be compromised when you do that is you might start to either sag or lift your hips and I know that that was one of yeah one of our tips too it's kind of tough guys like sometimes you can't really see what you're doing even if you're next to a mirror you're kind of in this awkward little position and your head is toward the ground so Mm -hmm. it is nice to either film yourself we've done that for exercise Uh before have somebody who knows what they're looking for watch you while you're holding your plank and it's kind of funny because it changes as you get tired you start Mm -hmm. doing funny things with your hips and they're lifting or they're sagging really low yeah. And those things are important to avoid. Especially with when you lift your hips, <clears throat> um, most likely your shoulders are tracking back as well. And so they're not right over your elbows like they were when you had the better form. And then that can put a lot of pressure on your shoulders. So then you're arching mm-hmm. your, you know, you're bringing your hips up, which is not good playing form. But then you're also putting all that pressure on your shoulders that can really kind of start to, um, you know, you can kind of increase your risk for 
injury from that way too. Yeah. And a lot of people say they feel it in your shoulders Mm -hmm. and their shoulders. So it could be something where you are lifting your hips too much or sometimes people kind of like lean in Mm -hmm. so that their elbows are like closer to their rib cage, if that makes sense. Yeah. And they're not underneath, directly underneath their shoulders. And that's definitely important to avoid, like just kind of leaning so that your chest is closer to the ground. You don't really want that to happen. It's pretty easy to feel it in your shoulders. So you do want to make sure that you're engaging your abdominals by keeping your hips nice and level. Like Mm -hmm. there's a fine line between too high and too low. Yeah, definitely. And um, and that's the thing with too low, and that's why it's important to have somebody look at your form as well until you kind of learn your own body awareness. It's because once you start dropping your hips, so we are talking about lifting them before, once you start dropping your hips, that's a lot of pressure on your lower back. And so when people say that they feel it in their low back, that might mean that they need to lift their hips up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot going on, especially since it kind of is, in a way, a full body exercise. Yeah, and you think you're just holding it. Like, that's all you have to do is just hold it. But there's a lot that you have to think about from your head to your toes. Right. That static contraction is a real deal. Mm -hmm. You've got, and well, and that's the way that our core should work. And so sometimes if you're not feeling this in your core, it might be because you need to develop that Mm -hmm. overall strength. Yeah. Um, You might feel it in other areas because you're stronger or weaker in one area or another. So, and there's a lot, like, I mean, your legs are straight. I've heard somebody say that they felt it in their quads before, and that kind of makes sense. You know, I've told, I've been told before to almost feel like without actually making the movement happen, you think about pulling your knees to your elbows. Mm-hmm. So you're tightening That's everything. That's a really good tip. Yeah, so you're tightening everything, and you're tightening the correct muscles. You know, you're really kind of tightening up the transverse abdominus, which is what we want to work with the plank. I mean, yeah, the planks are good for the rectus abdominus, those six-pack muscles. Mm-hmm. But really what we want to work are those transverse abdominus. And that's what helps with um, good posture. It kind of keeps us upright. Um, those are kind of our girdle muscles. Mm-hmm. And so when you in. think about, and again, like I said, you're not making that movement happen. You're just thinking about tightening your body to where you're bringing your knee where you would bring your knees to your elbows if you weren't in that I love that tip yeah that totally makes sense I think I do that without thinking about that but that's a good description on what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and it just helps you tighten the right especially without um, a lot of times when some people when they tighten their ab muscles they almost push them out Mm -hmm. a little bit um, instead of kind of just and or suck them in we always hear people you know saying to suck in your abs or Mm -hmm. whatever and really it's just kind of you want to create almost like a wall of abs to contract that way man if I had a wall of abs right (laughs) (laughs) a wall brick brick wall that's what we're going for brick wall (laughs) but I also use uh, the example of acting like you're gonna get hit yeah. So if you're going to get hit, you're going to clench and kind of flex your muscles um, just kind of out of that natural, yeah. instinctive, like, oh, my gosh, don't hit me. It's like yeah. a protection, right? Yeah. So you want to create that type of feeling. It's not holding your breath or sucking in your gut. Right. It really is creating the flexion in the muscle. Like, mm-hmm. you want to flex yeah. that area. So it is important to make sure that you're breathing while yes. doing that, oh and that's gosh. pretty tough, too. Yeah. Uh, one of our... Federal Work City student, she's in the fitness center. I'm sure she'd be okay with me mentioning her name. Her name's Nicole. Um, And she was talking about how somebody was, uh, they were conversating about, in a way, like pulling your abs in, which really what we're talking about is like flexing your abs, but then also kind of creating pressure with your breath. Yeah. 
and creating like a almost like a hollowedness or mm -hmm. you know just kind of bracing yourself in yeah. a way kind of in, like inflating your abdominals yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right <laughs> yeah like you are it makes yeah sense. it makes sense to me yeah maybe because you know what I'm talking about well if you guys don't know what I'm talking about it's kind of doing two different things you're using your breath and it's kind of like we talked a long time ago about breathing during exercise, mm -hmm. our first yeah. episode. Yeah. So it might be nice for you guys to even listen to that because we're talking about like sometimes it's different like when you're coming up from a squat to kind of like give yourself support by holding your breath and letting go at the top. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, Just definitely. kind of giving yourself extra support by inflating your abdomen in your abdomen yeah your whole right torso. yeah, yeah. so review episode one and making sure that you're breathing because we get a lot of people that will hold their breath <laughs> yeah. and especially with our clients like if I'm watching you I can tell that you're holding your breath um, yeah. You know, your face is turning red. The top of your head starts to turn bright, bright red also. <laughs> your veins are and, popping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the veins in your neck are starting to pop out. Like we can tell when you're holding your breath. So that's the biggest thing is just remembering to breathe through these exercises, especially right. the plank when you're, when you're holding it. Because you think everything else is holding. You want to hold your breath. And that can... Yeah. Uh, That's cause, not a way to improve your Yeah, that time. will um, really increase your fatigue level right there when you're not holding your breath. Oh, so. yeah. Ooh, well, head rush. And your body's not getting oxygen. Yeah, and your muscles are like, what? They're freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last thing I did want to hit on is I do see this a lot, and this is sometimes beyond what people can even see if you really don't know what you're talking about, and this is when you would need a professional to look. But sometimes people kind of like poke out their shoulder blades mm -hmm. in the back, and their shoulders kind of round forward, their shoulder blades even like kind of like seem like they're separating and yeah. coming apart. And really what we want to do is avoid that by kind of almost like squeezing your shoulder blades together mm -hmm. to try to create some engagement in your upper back yeah. so that it's not all shoulder. And a lot of the times the people who say they feel it in their shoulders is because they're kind of doing that. They're forgetting about the fact that their back muscles are also mm -hmm. yep. working to hold core. them up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Your core is like your whole torso from like your shoulders all the way down to your hips, mm -hmm. just like full 360. So you do want to make sure that you're engaging all of it and definitely yeah. getting a good workout too yeah so definitely but yeah we can we can talk about plank all day <laughs> um maybe you'll be able to plank all day with some of these tips um our hope is that we've given you something to work with and hopefully you can continue to work on your plank throughout the month of november and really if it's something that you want to keep doing go for it Absolutely. Um, our best recommendations if you are working on your plank is to give yourself some break not doing a plank yes. every day um, fit in a day or so in between practicing and then just trying to add on just small yeah, increments even of time. five seconds That's right yeah. yes so um, if you have any other questions about this topic or you want to join the challenge you can definitely message us on social media this is where it'll be posted as well all of our updates about plank um, last week we talked about gluten-free stuff so all kinds of things on social media on Facebook we're at CSCC College Recreation and Wellness, and on Instagram and Twitter, we are CSCC underscore CRW. Thank you so much for listening always, and definitely share so we can get more followers and get more suggestions on what people want to hear about. My name is Grace. And I'm Dawn.
And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.